Chapter 52 Spider's Web The glass is shattered in a pattern like a spider's web. There's a dark, dense center where the bullet must have hit, wreathed in concentric circles of cracks that radiate outwards. It blots out the street, the light, the sun. The world is darker now. Did he hit me? He must have. He wasn't three feet from me. Am I hurt? I don't feel anything. It's so quiet. Am I dead? Sherlock? Are you there? Am I dying while you watch me on CCTV cameras? That's what it was like for me, you know? Watching you die from a distance. I wouldn't wish that on anyone. It was a stupid plan. I came out here to get Moran's attention. It was too easy for me to get killed. Far too easy. Mycroft tried to warn me. He can control a lot of things, your brother. But no one can keep a 17-year-old boy's finger from touching a trigger when he wants to. When he's told to. It was my own fault. It was my idea. I wanted to get this over with. I wanted you back alive, whole, like you were. It seemed worth the risk. It was. It was worth it. If it worked. Did it? Is it over yet? I could have waited a few more days, at least. I could have spent a few more days locked up in the flat with you. I could have waited a few more days, at least. I could have spent a few more days locked up in the flat with you, watching you taunt Moran through texts, feeding you reasonable meals, staring out the window with you. I could have had a few more nights with you curled up against me, your lips against my neck, your hand resting on my stomach. Waiting a few more days wouldn't have made much of a difference, would it? I should have kissed you before I left. You wanted me to get down. Right at the last second before he fired, you were about to say it. You wanted me to duck get out of his line of fire. Isn't that right? It was too late by then. He'd already made the decision to squeeze the trigger. There was no stopping him. Rand must have told him to. He must have been negotiating with you. You pissed him off, didn't you? Of course you did. You wanted him to reveal himself, give himself away. You didn't say what he wanted you to say, what he was expecting. You didn't give up. Of course you didn't. You don't. You never do. Did you find him? Did it work? I don't feel anything. I can feel the blood in my ears, my own pulse, a faint ringing. It must be the gunshot. But my heart is still beating. I'm still alive. I remember what it's like to be shot. You hear it first. They say that's not possible. The bullet travels faster than the sound of it does. But it's true. You hear it, and you don't feel anything. Even if you see your own blood on your jacket or on your hands, you don't think it's you who's been shot. Not at first. At some kind of denial, your body isn't ready to admit it's been breached. It tells you otherwise. You thought somehow you were going to live forever. 
You heard the shot, and it was too close. You think you were passed over once again, like you always are. You're one of the lucky ones, as usual. Still whole. It's a few long seconds later that you notice it. The creeping pain. The feeling of being ripped open, torn apart. It grows. And grows until it's overwhelming, and you'd give anything for it to stop. But the first few seconds, you don't know. Your life still proceeds as normal. You still have all your plans intact. Get back to the base. Take a shower. Have dinner. Call home, maybe. Write a letter. And then you know. It's you this time. You may never do any of those mundane things again. Did you enjoy them enough while you had the chance? No. Never. You never do. Mike is on the floor. He's hiding under the table. He puts his hand on my leg. He's trying to pull me down. He thinks there'll be more bullets. There's a siren going off outside. Voices. Shouting. John. People are screaming. They sound as if they're a great distance away. They're getting very rapidly closer, screaming. It's right beside me. It's all around me. Outside, inside, tables are overturned. People are afraid. Mike. He's on the floor. There are tears on his face. His eyes are huge. My neighbor's trying to say something to me. I can see his mouth moving. I can't hear him. What's going on? John! Where are you, Sherlock? I can barely hear you. You're in my ear still, aren't you? There are police everywhere. The boy is down on the pavement, flat on his stomach. The gun has fallen out of his hands. It's lying there. The safety's still off. No one's picked it up yet. It was seconds ago. There are four policemen on him, their knees digging into his back. I can't see his face. He's got spots on his neck. He's only a child, really. He probably has a drug problem. He's like you might have been at that age, Sherlock. Young and dumb and high or wanting to be. Easily manipulated. When did you start using? Around that age. Older. You went to uni. You did well. It must have been after that. I should ask you. There are so many things I don't know about you. Was I hit? John, are you all right? Tell me you can hear me. There's a dark spot on the window, right at the center of the spider's web of cracks. A dark spot. It's metal. What is it? Christ. It's the bullet. The bullet is still in the window. It's sandwiched there in the glass, held tightly in some sort of film. It never made it through. A film. You mentioned a film, didn't you? Yes, you did. I didn't understand. You said something about a film while you were on the phone. You asked your brother about it. You said something about it to me, too. They sealed the windows this morning. Mycroft dispatched a team. It's a bulletproof film, is that it? They were sealing the windows, a top-quality experimental film. I remember I was staring at your lips at the time. I was thinking about kissing you. I was thinking about last night. Your lips on my hips, your hands. I was distracted. A film, yes, that's what you said. 
I thought it would improve the quality of the video or seal something inside. They double-sealed the ones in front here where I was meant to sit, but I didn't know what that meant. I looked out the window and didn't notice any film. And now the bullet Moran ordered some boy to fire into my head is stuck there. Harmless. If it had managed to pass all the way through the glass, it would be lodged in my temporal lobe now. I'd be on the floor, lifeless. There aren't even any shards on the floor. The bullet is pinned in space, caught in time, stuck in the center of the spider's web of broken glass. The cracks catch the light a bit. They leave little rainbows on the floor and the table. It's quite beautiful, actually. My neighbor is moving some terrified patrons into the back of the restaurant. They're whimpering. They're still screaming. They're terrified. A bullet through the window is terrifying for people. You hear about things like this on the telly. Drive-by shootings, gangs, innocent people getting caught in the crossfire. Mike is on the floor. Did they think he's been shot? John! You're shouting at me. You've turned the volume up, haven't you? Are you worried? You sound a little worried. You can see me, can't you? Where's the camera? It's here somewhere, pointing at me. It must be. There, above the painting of a rowboat. I can hear you, Sherlock. The bullet didn't make it through the film. I'm fine. Can you hear me? Yes. I can barely hear myself. My ears are still ringing from the gunshot. I'm whispering. Moran is watching, isn't he? I'm not sure I trust my voice. I'm fine. I wasn't hit. Did you find him, Sherlock? Is it over? Did it work? All right. That's what you want to know, if I'm all right. You want to make sure. Before the next stage of this operation, you want to be sure because we have to move on. There's no choice. We're not finished yet. He's still a danger to us. He's out there. He's waiting. I understand. We don't have time to be sentimental. Yes, I could have died if the film hadn't held. You knew it would survive a point-blank shot, didn't you? The film might have been your idea. I think it was. I wasn't in any real danger, statistically speaking, was I? Still, right at the end, you wanted me to get down. You tried to tell me. Why? On the off chance the film was applied incorrectly, or just in case of a fluke, product failure, it hit on an unexpected angle or something. I understand. We're not ready to be apart again. Not yet. Maybe we'll never be for that. We don't need to talk about it. All right. I'm fine. I'm fine, Sherlock. I wish I could see you. Mike clutches at his chest. Christ, come on, Stanford. Don't you dare go into arrest. Not now. All right. Come on, then. Let me see. I need to get down on my knees. Poor Mike. What have I done to him? His breathing is ragged. He's sweating and crying. He's shaking. His pulse is fast, but strong. Panic attack. He's panicking. <laughs> That's fair enough. It's all right, Mike, I tell him. It's okay. There's a film on the windows. The bullet didn't make it through. Am I shouting? I'm not sure. My eardrums aren't any better for being in such close proximity to a gunshot. You're all right. Take a deep breath, Mike. It's okay. My neighbor has moved to the back toward the bar. He's watching something. He's trying to do his job. He's trying to ensure my safety. 
It doesn't matter. There's no more safety for me now. I've been seen. Ren knows where I am. Is he out there, waiting for me? He must be. Is he texting you? Are you texting him back? I can't tell. I can't hear anything. Sherlock? More sirens. An ambulance, for one. Is someone hurt? No, not in here. There's only one shot, and the police knocked the shooter down. Maybe it's just for appearances. An ambulance. More police. Suddenly, it's too bright in here. Why? There are lights pointed at the window, illuminating the crime scene. I can hear chatter from outside. Police talking. Something else. The press, I think. Already? Did you have them waiting, too, just off to the side, ready to pounce on this and put this in the telly? It's probably live. They can see us both on the floor if they get their cameras right up against the glass. The spiderweb of crack seems made of light. The moment I step out of here, I'll be on telly, won't I? Well, they ask me questions. Moran will see me. That's the idea, isn't it? To have Moran see me, unhurt, unharmed. I'll be shaken, confused, but not hurt. I'm fine. I'll walk home. He'll follow. He'll follow me, won't he? And then we'll have him. The door bangs open. Paramedics. They're carrying medical supplies in a stretcher. We're fine. We're just fine. We don't need any of that. The bullet is still in the window. The press is close behind. Poor old Stamford. His face is red. He's trying to keep himself together. It's not every day he has to watch someone try to shoot a friend in the head. Dead bodies come into Bart's every day, but he doesn't often get to see one in the making. I smile at him. I need to show him I'm okay. He takes my hand and squeezes it. The neighborhood, he sputters. He's struggling to keep his breath. I should get him home. If I had a shot of lorazepam, I'd give it to him. I'll call him a cab. He's been through enough. I didn't even get to buy him coffee. Christ. It's going to shit, isn't it? 